Cool. Nice. And other adjectives, I guess. <laughs> Another day. Another day, yeah. Uh, um. Let me pull up the torch. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I didn't, uh... I, I don't really understand the whole weekends going as fast as they do kind of nonsense. Um, great Friday, great day yesterday, but I don't know, man. I Sundays just don't have the same appeal as I think they once had. I mean, I don't know. Every When I was in school, I would always dread Sundays because... You know, got to go back to school the next day or whatever, but... Um, that was exactly my thoughts. But now it's just... it. I think it just sucked then. It sucks now. Yeah. So I've never... Like, in the past, you would hear people excited about Sunday. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, supposed to be a family day, but... Yeah. I mean... But, like, what did you do today? All I did was go out, um, took a drive, came back... Try to do some homework. Couldn't do some home. Couldn't do any homework. Took a nap, and now I just feel shitty for work tomorrow. <laughs> but I just can't. I don't know. I don't know. Like my whole sleep schedule is all messed up. So it's just one of those things. You're telling me I was um, I was in Crestline with a few of my friends, mm-hmm. and uh, we barely we barely slept in the night. A lot of uh. Game boards, <laughs> uh, drinks. Nice. Rage cage. Not rage cage. Rage cage is fun. Dude, I can't. I can't keep up with. Uh, I mentioned this before. I can't keep up with like drinking games and stuff like that anymore. I can't it's not that I don't want to, but like, <laughs> I just have such a headache the next day. A lot of the new stuff that I learned is from mm-hmm. a few of my like my friends who are still at university. Yeah. Um. Like, I haven't... Okay, this isn't a new game, but I haven't played, like, baseball in years. Where okay. It's like that drinking game where they had, like, a few of them. All right, all right. A few of them that are, are the best, obviously. Beer Pong, Beer Die, Flip Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, all-time favorite is Rage Cage, for sure. I know we brought this up. I would always get bitch cup, and that's why I'm not the biggest fan of it. Oh yeah. Uh, the big thing when I was in college, when actually when we were in college, but um, in my uh, group of people that I associated myself with, beer die or whatever, where you flip up the the flip up the damn what is it ping pong ball or whatever. Nope. <laughs> Dude, I can't I can't get into that, man. Um, it's a very fratty thing. Oh yeah, very fratty thing. Hella fratty. But... I just couldn't. Um, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. You know, I was the type of person who, like, on the weekends, like, oh, hey, let's go thrifting. Let's, let's whatever, you know, just take it easy because naturally we have school on Monday. Like, if you have an 8 a.m. on Monday and you're just pounding away on the weekend and you're wondering why you feel so shitty, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. But ever since COVID, when the parties stopped happening, I was just like, okay. So. You can retake the class. You can't retake the party. What? But the parties were dumb, though. You never heard that? No, well, maybe I heard it in, like, 2013 when, like, early internet swag day was a thing. Swag. Swag. Who needs oxygen when when we can breathe swag? 
I remember everybody had those iHeart boobies bracelets. I still have mine. No way. I can dig through my thing right now. Please don't. <laughs> Find it. Like, the last time you dug through, we found like some antiques. So I don't know. I don't want to see that antique. Though. Um, it was kind of a weird day though because um, old habits die hard. And when we took a when I took a drive today, I you know went to a few estate sales. You know, I get it. I'm old, but uh, we ended up running over something. And we're like, oh, shit, like, was that like a palm tree or a cat or whatever? Because, like, we heard the tire scraping. Um, It was an actual machete. A machete? Oh, my God. I'm not going to show it on camera, but I'll just kind of just hand it to you. Why, dude? Just show it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so this... It, it was in the road. <laughs> this was on the road. It was in the road. Uh, the handle got run over, so, like, the burrs on the handle. Um, I don't... Of course, we don't condone violence here because um, we'd get shadow banned in an instant. But it's one of those things where it's just antiquing, for one, I always found really cool. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but you can't just leave a machete in the road i mean that looks sick as fuck it yeah a, it came from el salvador it, it had the wait really yeah no the um the uh the sheath it had el salvador oh wow that's yeah. cool but um yeah so it's just one of those things where it's like you never know what the day is gonna bring um so you may as well just i don't know things never work out the way you want them to yeah well quick shout out what's up gwen what's up indenum Indenum, Indenum. How's it going? How are y'all doing? I haven't, I haven't seen these guys since last week. Yeah, no, I, it's like we have an actual schedule. How are you guys, Gwen? How's your bronchitis? He still has bronchitis. Is that going to be a theme? Yeah. Every single time we start one of these shows? Oh, yeah. How's your bronchitis? <laughs> Damn. She is ass as usual, she says. Ass as usual. Well, it can't all be winners. Yeah. <sighs> It's getting worse, sadly. Oh shoot, Gwen, okay. are you? You got to take care of that. I was gonna man. say, you are. Is it like, like ventilator is it level, or is it like? No, are you, is she I, managing? I think she's managing. Managing, but okay. they gave her medicine. She told me. Yeah. How are y'all though? I'm good, chilling. Yeah, it's it's just been a long week, and honestly, like. Is it weird that now all I want to do after like a long day of work is just go home and just sleep or really I just want to sleep. That's it. And I always wake up like stupid early too, so it's not weird, man. It's just life. It's what's it's what's yeah. like expected at this point. I don't know what's expected at this point. But you know what sucks? Like even though we have these hours and we just come home and just lay out, mm -hmm. our energy isn't getting like better. No, it's not. We're getting older and it's just getting worse. But we can fix that at least with a little bit with uh with Jim. Oh, dude, you, you want to talk about Jim? I went to the gym yesterday and three minutes of running on the treadmill, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, I'm gassed. Yeah, man. I, was I don't know what the hell happened. And this is, you know. I could probably still run the mile and a half in like under 13 minutes, but like, you know, one of these days I want to train for an actual marathon one day, you know? Really? Yeah. I kind of just woke up one day and I was like, you know, it's good to have, it's good to have short term goals because I realized all of my goals were very much long term, you know, 
I don't know, fulfilling job, actual, you know, worthwhile degrees, loving partner, roof over my head. Uh, I guess find God if that suits your fancy, but um, like all long-term stuff, which is good, but like short-term wise, yeah, if, you know, if I could run in a straight line for 26 miles, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think it's just more the metal because it's like, hey, I did this, but it, it's not to brag. It's more of a self-fulfillment thing because I don't know how many people on this earth can say that they could run a marathon versus the amount of people who have actually ran a marathon. So I don't know. Just little little quips to focus on. But. Well, if we're on the theme of marathons, mm-hmm. marathons are marathons, so is uh, self-improvement. Yeah. Self-improvement. They say going to the gym is a marathon, not a race. It's a sprint. Self- yeah, self- it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, self-improvement. I sprint a marathons. Marathon. You know, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I just got done writing an entire research paper the night it was due. Nice, man. Oh, dude. Oh, you I've made been it there. Up. You made it out. I've been there. You made it out. Senior year, I remember like 20-page papers, and half of them I would write half the length of the paper in like a matter of three hours because um, our our house was sponsored by a, a rock star for a time. Really? So we would just bang out like, hey, you need a rock star? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's that's insane. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wait. You guys just applied for a sponsorship and they yeah. really Oh yeah, no, it was it was a good time when it was active and then the powers that be basically said, "Hey, we're not going to do business with them anymore," which blew my mind because we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot when certain, you know, other houses or or what have you didn't have that, so it was like it was it was a bragging right, but also who doesn't need energy drinks in college, especially during finals week? So, uh, but that that time's long since passed. You ever were you ever into energy drinks? Oh, dude, I love energy drinks. Hell no, I can't do that shit. You know, uh, I don't drink them daily because obvious health risks. What do you drink mostly? Like, what's your favorite energy um, drink? Oh god. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay, so I prefer Bang, and that's only because I have one hell of a sweet tooth. Like I'm, I you know I go nuts for that kind of stuff. You know I, I look at like the regular monsters, like the green can or the regular Red Bulls, like the blue can, and I I can't do it. It tastes like literal garbage. It tastes like cough syrup. Mm. Um. When I drink something that potent, first of all, I'm going to be spending upwards of three to four bucks for a can in your typical convenience store. I better like it, right? Right. But people don't like Bang because of how sweet it is and how much caffeine it has, which, you know, while this show isn't sponsored by any which way and doesn't promote slandering of any brand, I can't stand Nas because that's too much energy for me. Mm. But some people really like it. The problem is, is that Bang has the right amount of caffeine for me when I when I need it, and again, I don't drink it every day. That um, you know, it, it it works for me. Um, but a close second is like that white monster can that all the boomers seem to like. 
The, the zero sugar one, I love that one. I love it. Uh, I don't drink coffee, though. Coffee's... The, the one thing, like... Oh, you don't like coffee? I hate coffee, dude. Again, I, I'm I'm big in taste. And something that bitter... I understand how effective it is, but... If coffee is good for two things, yes, it's good for waking you up, but it's also good as a diuretic because holy hell, not only can I not sit still, I'm rushing to the bathroom every like five minutes. I've grown accustomed to coffee. Like before mm-hmm. I would never drink it or if I had it, it was just, just straight black. But yeah, but the, the general, I, I would go so far as to say is like the general population that walks into a Starbucks is yeah. not going to take their coffee black. They're gonna add all this they're, sugar and shit to they're it. They're not, that, dude. These you know, these drinks that people are like—it's a dessert to them. Exactly. Yeah. They're just concoctions and it's just pure sugar. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like versed in coffee to say what's coffee and what's not. Mm-hmm. For me, a good cup is like a cold brew. Let's say in the cold morning. Cold brew's good. I love a good cold brew. Yeah. But if I were to pick an energy drink, I usually never drink energy drinks but there's been certain times where obviously i've been offered one at like let's say a party or Mm -hmm. something and i'll take a red bull yeah that's kind of like the standalone hey mix it with your standard hard alcohol the reason i would drink energy drinks primarily like is twofold one in regards to like studying because it helps me focus and two um if you're going to the gym, especially the creatine in there is really effective, but obviously don't overdo it. You know, whatever, whatever helps you, I guess. You take creatine? Uh, I mean, energy drinks nowadays come with creatine in them. Oh, really? Yeah. So bang is a, uh, it's a, it's a workout supplement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, username person got actually just mentioned mm. that that bang got sued because hypercreatine has no creatine apparently. yes um allegedly false advertisements aside i'm not one to kind of stick it to the man in terms of like oh my god this company is this that or the other thing um i like the taste of it <laughs> and i see that it ends up doing what it does for me in terms of it being caffeinated uh I'm not going to say that it's like a healthy alternative substituting for something like water, for instance, but I can say that I feel remotely better about myself drinking something like that and going to do something productive as opposed to drinking a bottle of soda Mm -hmm. because I can't, dude, I, I can't do soda anymore. And the reason I can't do soda is because soda, it's not like real sugar, you know, it's not like a glass bottle of Coke. Um, Anyone who's anyone who's ever worked in a movie theater knows what's up when I say those big boxes of syrup that you have to punch holes in and like like a fix behind the uh like the soda dispenser like that's all soda is it's just artificial sweetener and God help you if you end up spilling that on yourself because it's so sticky. I just realized it looks like I'm like sleeping on camera here. <laughs> like, I promise, guys, I'm not sleeping. I'm it's literally just, been a just it's looking. Been a long week. No, I'm looking at my phone. Oh, and yeah. No, you're like, looking down. The phone has a stream, so <laughs> I just looked at myself and yeah. I'm like, "Fuck!" Like it looks like I'm just like dozing off. But getting those syrups pumped into your drink. Yeah, but it's so good though. 
It's so good. It, it tastes good. Seb, it's so good. <laughs> it's so dank. It's, it, yeah, it's good for you. It it's good for the good. soul. Um, I remember the first time when I walked into an AMC and I saw those soda dispensers that have like over 500 combinations. Um, mm-hmm. You can get like any soda, any soft drink, and then any variety of that soft drink. And the last one I ever had was like orange creamsicle high C. And oh, God. Mm. What's your guy's Delish. favorite candy? What's your sub? Favorite candy? Like narrow it down. Either favorite chocolate right. or favorite candy. That's true. That's yeah. true. Hundred percent. Favorite candy or favorite? Okay, let's just say hypothetical. Okay. What's your favorite candy? Favorite candy of all time, hands down, Mike and Ike's. Really? I'm a big fan of Mike and Ike's. Yes. And this is coming from the guy who says that he doesn't want to have. He doesn't want to consume the sugar that's in a soda. I'll gladly down a box of Mike and Ike's. No problem at all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um chocolate, you got me at a tie between Twix, Butterfinger, and Butterfinger. Yeah. There was another one. I don't want to say Snickers, even though I like Snickers. I Oh, Reese's, obviously. Oh, you like peanut I, butter, I'm huh? Big in peanut butter, yeah. Damn. I love that. I don't know you like peanut butter. <laughs> it's, I love it, man. I can't imagine if you're allergic to peanut butter. God help you. I'm, I feel so bad because the the uh, like the sun butter alternatives, it, it may get the job done, but uh, sub. God, I I think you were you make a good point, but you were wrong the second you opened your mouth. The best candy mm-hmm. are Sour Patch Kids. Okay, Sour Patch Kids, and okay, the best chocolate. Okay. The king, hands down, and it comes in a king size, are Kit Kats. Kit Kats. I respect that. Yeah. Kit Kats are top, top S tier candies, bro. Top cack, man. Simple. I love Kit Kats. Simple milk chocolate over wafers, right? Yeah. Can come in dark chocolate. Don't even get me started on the mint chocolate variety. Yeah, I won't. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you there. Um, if I had to take one of those three out for that three-way tie for Kit Kat, I'd probably do Butterfinger. Because a lot of what I've noticed in regards to like Butterfinger is that it it crumbles when you eat it, and oh, it's ass. I hate that so much. That shit isn't fun because you get that on your clothes and it melts. There you go. Uh, Sour Patch Kids is interesting because I remember when there was a time when I was a Skittles fiend. Skittles. Yeah. And sour Skittles were like the big thing for me. And I'll I'll regale you with a tale here. So in the basic training of the Air Force, uh, really any military branch, um, you find yourself away from the dining facility and you have to eat what are called MREs. These are meals ready to eat. And it's a big pouch that contains an entree, several sides, and a dessert. If you're lucky, you will end up getting a candy, and one of these candies was Sour Skittles. And it's a big pack of them. Obviously, the goal is to sort of wean you into making good health-conscious decisions. However, if you're in the field and morale is low, you're going to want something like candy. And a big pack of Sour Skittles, you don't see those typically in California. At least I don't see them. So whenever we'd rip open a pack or, you know, and one of my buddies would, like, pull out Sour Skittles, I'm like, I'm looking at them, like, with this, with this, like, and he's like, what? And I'm like, 
sour skittles and he's like yeah you never heard of them and these are people coming from like florida virginia like all over the country coming to this one basic training this one flight and i'm like no they don't have packs of sour skittles in california i'm not saying that they don't exist but i've never seen them in any kind of vending machine i've never seen them in any kind of convenience store i thought that they were recalled because the, the sour granules would like fuck up your tongue and it would like hurt to spit I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they must be gone. And they're like, oh, do you want some? And it's been about 15 years since I've had a since I've had a sour Skittle. I put it on my tongue and instantly I'm back and it hurts. Tastes good, but it's like Yeah. Long story short, yeah, sour candies, sour patch kids are probably the best. I'd say like gummy worms, sour gummy worms are a close second, but those are mine. I still have, like, a big bowl of Halloween candy that I can just bring in here if you want to snack on that. I'm good, man. Yeah. I've, Do you remember I, Warheads? I had so much fucking caloric intake these yeah. past two days. Remember those Warheads thing? Like, the... God, I had one the other day. Literal... Ugh. God. Warheads. Yeah. Hey, try this, try this, man. It was one of the yellow ones, too, so you knew... And and nowadays it's not it doesn't even taste the same. It's just you could just taste the yellow number five and the red forty. Dude, you know what was a fucking banger? Mm. Remember in middle school when they would give us those chocolate chip cookies? Oh god! At the fucking stand or whatever that yeah. was, they would give them for a dollar. A buck. Buy you'd buy a couple taco sticks, a cookie. You'd sit down with your middle school girlfriend or <laughs> what have you. A personal experience? I don't know. <laughs> there was like fucking dank ass food. It was good. It was well, good. The, it was, the cafeteria was, food was not good. No, but but the but the shit know. junk food they would like give us. Oh god, they, like, they would cookies, pedal to us. Yeah. They were, really, they were setting us up for failure back then. Oh yeah, bro, easily. <laughs> Michelle Obama's health initiative ain't got shit on what we would put in our bodies. Oh, bro, I remember. Everybody was so sad because once that initiative went through, yeah. they stopped like the cinnamon buns they would give out. Man, that was... Those cinnamon buns you would like... Remember in elementary school? Yeah. You would get your like plate of food on a rainy day and you would just walk to your like mm -hmm. your teacher's like class. class. So, like you would eat inside because yeah. you can't have recess and in the And you would rain. like play games at, at lunch and oh, shit. God, man. Those we really fun, We man. took those days for granted. We really did because... I miss it too, yeah. Those are really fucking great times. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we were in elementary school, like it was just so different because that's literally all we knew. That's yeah. all we like. That's all the world was to us. We, yeah. was, we would go home. And then it would be with our parents or grandparents, and then we do homework that was fucking piss easy, you yeah. know. Even though we thought it was probably the, the the most insane thing on the planet, yeah. And we'd play our video games. Fridays were the best days ever, you know. Um, summer break, bro. Su uh, summer break, like whenever. Yeah. I, it's like a universal feeling among everybody. Like when we were younger, summer break would be the most like looked forward day. I can recall every single last day of high school ninth grade i can tell you exactly where i was 10th grade i could do the same 11th grade 12th grade i i know we can because we spend it together final day of school and it's just one of those things where it's like oh my god we're never coming back here oh my god the high school campus looks like it it's the same but it's different and i say that because our high school the gates are always open because we have a track that people can just run on mm-hmm um, 
And it's just so weird because it's like. You were going somewhere every day for four years and then you just stop. You were going somewhere every day. When you look back you're, and you see the campus, if you're like driving by and, and, and it's just and, like, wow. You know, the people, you know, you, you walk the halls as an adult because we've been out of high school for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I. Wait, what? 10 years? We're 24, right? We were in high school 13 years old. Oh, I, I was in high school at 13 years old, and we went to high school together. <laughs> we started fuck? high school at 13. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. High school? High school. Seb. Was it 13 going on 14 or 14 going on 15? Dude, am I tripping? I don't We were in fifth, 10th grade. We were in 5th grade. Okay. 6th, 7th. Oh, fuck. It had to have been because it's... Yeah. Just Is that right, bro? I think... Were we 13 as freshmen? Um... Well, no, no, no. It's like I'm saying 13 going into 14. 14. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe it's 14 going 15. into 15. Oh, you're, you're fucking right. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even realize how mm-hmm. young that is. Holy shit. Yeah. 10 years. And it's wow. one of those things where you see those movies where it's like, oh, high school reunion, you know, 15, 20, whatever. And uh, first of all, how do they find us? But number two, um, uh, I don't know if there was ever a reunion. Would you ever go? Yeah, I would. Okay. I'd say just yeah. to see where everybody's at. Like, there's a lot of people that I don't really talk to because yeah. we were never that close, but I'd be curious to see what people are up to. Right. We had an right. interesting class. Actually, our class was like very good. Um, everybody went somewhere. Like, there was a very small amount of people who like didn't go to university. Like, we had, I think it was three people go to Harvard, two of them went yeah. to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot of people would just went to the UCs. Somebody got accepted to like a like a military academy. Like yeah, a, top military a lot of people academy. just went straight into the military as well. Um, yeah, I, that's something I wish I did. Yeah, honestly, again, I wish I went straight into the fucking military. Again, same. Had I known what I know now, it's one of those things where again, I know that it's not for everybody, but knowing what I know now, it's like that would have been one hell of an option because. Uh, you see people go in at 17, 18, and it's like, oh, my God, they're, like, actually fast-tracking their lives. And I get it. You need to have some experience with the real world, but it's like, if you didn't have a sufficient enough experience going through your bachelor's, master's, or fucking your doctorate, and there are people who have their doctorate or higher-level um, certifications that go into the military after the fact, you realize that, like, too much life experience maybe not so much a good thing because maybe it would help one's character if they just kind of instead of led followed well you know and learn to follow directions and do basic things which as basic as it sounds it's hard for some people well you're you're part of the air force Mm -hmm. would you say that if you went in out of high school would you have preferred that versus the path like you took later on to join? Like, <sighs> let, let's say this. It's tough because I made so many good memories in college. That's right. But let's say your goals are more aligned of like, mm-hmm. you know, you're young, you're 18, you're undisciplined. Okay. Like mm-hmm. majority of people are, right. myself included when I was 18. Yeah. Would you say that would be a better option to get yourself disciplined first and then move into the real world? Or like... 
or just go through the college route and just say fuck it like you'll learn everything as you go along and you'll build yourself i i think ideally i took the college route because i wanted to do what all of my family said was the the fast track to success and i think for a while you know i believed it with going into an undergraduate field with a major who which at the time i knew wasn't going to make any money it was a passion thing for me um and ended up changing it because i realized that there was no money in it and thus i didn't find any sense of fulfillment in it if i couldn't monetize that justification to keep doing it um Switched to political science, thought I was going to be a lawyer, realized I'm going to absolutely end my life if I can't. <laughs> really? Dude, it was rough. I wasn't grasping the concepts. The professors, they weren't like it was it was a very stressful point in my life that I took a lot of people for granted who just wanted to help me. And it was probably because I just didn't seek therapeutic help earlier when I probably should have, but I, I didn't grasp the concepts. I wanted to be a part of this, you know, this community that understood like the facts and logic of like debating and what have you. And then I realized that in searching for that, there was a more root uh, inclined to the values that I had. And that's when I went the route that I did, changed it again, took on that previous major as a minor um, and then it all fell below the wayside when I found out, hey, I want to go back to school and do a subject completely different than what I went to undergraduate for. So so you've tried a few things. I tried a few things, but, but going back to the whole Air Force thing, to answer your question, the reason I joined was because I thought that I wasn't doing enough. And in realizing just how finite this time on Earth is, like, I want to do everything, dude. Like, I, I want to... Similar to walking the mar uh, walking the marathon, similar to running a marathon or doing a marathon in general, um, in in Europe they have this thing called the Camino, which is basically a 500 kilometer walk from one country to another. You start in Spain, I believe, and you can walk to Portugal, France, England. It it's similar to like a soul searching journey, kind of, but the people you meet along the way and you do it at your own pace. It's it's very it's it's almost like beautiful in a way. Like it's almost uh, poetic. Hmm. I I'd love to do that. You know, something like that's great. I think it's just a matter of we're Tr trying different things is yeah. like the best. It's yeah. absolutely the best. Like traveling, um, pursuing yeah. things that interest you, like yeah. different passions. The only thing that sucks is there comes a point where you have to really choose between something, let's say like a job that makes you decent money, but yeah, you to fund those like. expenses, I get it. And some people, they either you know, they take it to an extreme. One either completely ignores the fact that they wouldn't need a job to sustain themselves, and they just pursue passions all day, mm -hmm. which. I encourage because if there's a if you really believe in yourself and you're putting in that effort, let's say you're an artist and you really believe in your work and you think that'll you know bring you a decent living, then go for it. Mm -hmm. But there's also people on the other end of that spectrum where all they know is work, all yeah. they know is like they want to keep working and just not pursue any passions. And those people become 
very drained and sad over time. So it's tough, especially us as like being, you know, I'd say we're relatively young. What we're 24. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly. We're you know, heading towards our, like in six years, we'll be 30, whatever. Every time I, I, I approach someone <sighs> saying that it's like difficult, they say, oh my God, you're so young. And I don't know if it's just a matter of them being like condescending, but over time I'm realizing that like they've been there. Like, they get it. Maybe it was a different world, but, like, in finding your identity, it's tough. I, I get it. You know, I, I get it now because I'm going through it. We're going through it. It's it's a weird time. So It's a very weird time. Like, even now, I'd say in trying out different, you know, positions and eventually I end up in finance. We can finance I enjoy. Mm -hmm. One thing that I always come back to is streaming. One thing, even yeah. though, you know, it hasn't, like, super taken off, but we have like an amazing you know following yeah um who you know always consistent they're always like interacting they you know they care about our shit mm -hmm. like that's something i really fucking appreciate that's the kind of stuff that makes a passion worthwhile you keep coming back mm -hmm. and you enjoy it you enjoy creating i i fucking hate that shit like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a content creator. No, I'm fucking not. No. I'm just a dude with a fucking microphone. Microphone. Giving camera giving and... like my measly experience on this earth within, you know, the 24 years that I've been here. Right. Hoping somebody can take some fucking value out of that. I enjoy that. I enjoy sitting, talking, giving some of my knowledge, um, explaining, you know, some of my background and hoping it reaches them a little yeah. bit, you know? No, Help, no. It, if it helps improve somebody's life in any aspect, then I'm here for it. And that's what makes... A passion great and uh, yeah. if you can make that passion your fucking job and you're making decent money which honestly is something that i would want realistically because mm -hmm. especially living in la it's tough to like you know it really enjoy living here unless you have like a decent income so no you, you, you hit the nail on the head and I think I've been for the longest time trying to figure out how to how to navigate that because it, it's easy to hate LA and maybe I'm just digging deeper into myself here to like answer my own questions but it's easy it's easy to hate LA and New York respectively like expensive places to live Shout out Gwen <laughs> it's easy to hate these big metropolitan areas if you don't have the money to sustain yourself if you find yourself like living with your parents or living with roommates or not being in i in an ideal living situation that like perhaps you want to be and maybe that's why I gravitate more so to like being in my own space, like potentially moving Midwest where things are cheaper, where there's a different sort of community. You know, I, I pondered that. Dude, for a while. I, I fucking wish I could do that. Like, uh, you know, honestly, but um, it, it's so, uh, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, like, I have an individual um, that we both know was a was a past friend of ours. He he. Oh. Yeah, he. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, individual past friend of ours. Um, you know, we we still talk here and there. Uh, I wish him all the best, of course. But he did his life the way he wanted to, and for a while, I'm not sure if I really resented the fact that he did when I was at a time in my life where I couldn't. But 
he played music. He played in bands. He toured the country. I think he even went internationally. Fuck. And then he got married. And now he's living in Utah. And it's one of those things where it's like, holy shit, he did that that young. And it's really easy to look at that, especially someone who you're close with and think, wow, he did it. And it's working in an era, in a time, especially like what 2020 has showed us, where it isn't working for a lot of people and that it can't work for a lot of people. And it's like, I'll always look at him as sort of the individual who somehow, some way found the best of both worlds. And I know that I'm not seeing both sides of the story here. There's probably many hardships that went into it, but it's tough to look at that and not be like, how can I do that in my own way that's fulfilling to me? At our age, because he is our age. Okay. There's also people, yeah, that we went to school with who are dead now. Yeah, there are very fucking. It's you know, it's it, it's a left job, but I'll tell you this: it takes us anywhere, dude. It mm-hmm. takes us anywhere. The second we graduated, like three fucking people got pregnant. Yep. They have kids now. Mm-hmm. Some of the people we knew have died. Changed their names. Some of them, um, God. Some of them have successful careers. Some of them are stagnant. Mm-hmm. Some of them are addicted to drugs. And some of them are raising families. Yeah. And whenever you're like, let's say us as you know, young men especially, we always put this kind of fucking pressure on ourselves that's supposed to light a fire under our ass but at the same time it kind of like right makes you think like fuck you know this is it this is the fucking race we have to like you know we have to try to win you, you, you want to take pass yeah you want to take the positives of people around you that are good and implement them for yourselves the problem is is that you also don't want to be the guy to like piggyback off of other people's success when they do well and also i think to the fact that kind of really shows us who we are as human beings. I don't think us personally, but just human beings in general. We don't want to be around for the bad times because bad times make us feel uncomfortable, right? But it's in those bad times where we realize just how strong we can be. And whether it be like a situation where, you know, it's it's an unfavorable, unfavorable circumstance with, let's say, work, school, family, or whatever, you know, it's that it's that pulling out of you know like pulling you out of that circumstance that that's really effective but i can see where a lot of young men especially would fall down that hole because i don't think a lot of young men really get out of that hole and just become stagnant so you know it's 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 unfortunate but there are bad times but the good times never last sebastian he'll 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 all right. Now that uh, that's out of my fucking system, yeah. Gwen says that there's a kid I was friends with in elementary school from my hometown. Mm-hmm. Saw him when I visited recently, and he's completely drugged out and has two oh, kids. That's a shame. Opioid addiction, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Over the counter stuff, especially. Are that's you our. Me? That's the fucking plague. Yeah, that is the of plague. our generation. Uh huh. That's epidemic. the fucking plague, bro. Stay away. It's it's interesting, though, because you often had people in high school, especially in the high school that we went to, that weed was the big thing. I know people who would, like, smoke 
not during class, but like would go to the bathroom. Hey man, go, let's go to the bathroom or whatever. Or, um, uh, if you were a junior or a senior, if you had this thing called a lunch pass where you could actually go off campus to go eat food during that lunch period. Yeah, we had a, a, a decent sized parking lot in front of our school. Um, where you where I would just see people token up in the back of a, a Chuck E. Cheese alley. Dude, it's such a fucking <laughs> like it's such a now that I look back, we weren't allowed to lo- use our fucking lockers in middle school for a while. Do you remember that? I do remember when that. When we got in, like I think when we were in sixth grade, we didn't we weren't allowed to or we didn't have lockers in sixth grade. We had them in seventh and eighth. Yeah. Uh seventh grade, it would it was um uh, the main building on like the top floor, those were the seventh grade lockers. And then eighth grade, do you remember like those buildings in the middle of the, uh, there was, yeah. like, two buildings yeah. and then it had locker. Those were the eighth grade lockers for some, wait, maybe, maybe I'm thinking it was the other way around either way. Yeah. The one, okay. The one in the like first hall. Okay. You walk in the offices on the left and yep. on the right. And the right those lockers. were our lockers. Those were the eighth grade lockers. Um, yeah, because we had those, but they Seventh had to grid lockers had to have been the other. One. They had to fucking ban it, and I think wasn't it because of our class that some some shit happened that seventh <sighs> yeah. graders were banned. Okay, yeah. yes, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Seventh graders were banned because um, of like our fucking class, not our class, like in the classroom, like our seventh grade class, our year, our year, because the, the there year was too many fucking it. drug dogs finding shit. Yep. Like, I remember very vividly a couple of cops would come in and they would have the, you know, like the German shepherd sniffing around and in middle school, in dude. middle school, in middle school. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. Oh man. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say this. It's a fucking shame that this is the biggest thing we have to deal with. And the root cause is a lot of fucking mental health problems. That we're seeing a lot of. Yeah. So it sucks because those opioids make it worse and causes those people to fall into addiction and they become homeless. And yeah, it's just a vicious cycle. But um, uh, I know an individual who we went to uh, middle school, high school, even college. Um, he's actually in the police force. And... He does a couple ride-alongs every now and then. He's, like, in more of a clerical position. He's a really, really nice guy. You actually showed me a picture of him the other day in front of a Lightning McQueen car. Yeah. And when we were getting lunch this one day, he asked me, he's like, oh, have you been? And I'm like, oh, have you been? You know, because when you're in the police force in an area that you also went to school with, my big question was any familiar faces. And at first I was like asking jokingly and he's like, I would say a good 20 to 30% of the time when I'm responding to something, it's someone that we went to high school with. No fucking way. Yeah. It's someone that we went to middle school or high school with. And I'm like, exactly. And like, no way. And he's like, yeah, you know, a lot of people after high school, it's sad to say, but I don't think that they really had anywhere to go. And it's a shame of the fact. It's a shame of that fact, because where we live, I'm not saying that it sort of like fast tracks you into making a decision, but I wouldn't say it's the worst neighborhood to grow up in either. 
Like we had a we had a pretty solid high school experience with pretty solid teachers. Middle school, that was when the teachers were shitty. I think we even went over that in the last episode. Yeah, fucking but garbage. Racist high school, people, like I can say from the heart, like I've I've known college professors that have that have touched me in such a way, but not the way that like high school teachers have in regards to like learning, knowing a person, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of them were great. Some yeah. of them were you know mentors essentially, especially if mm-hmm. there was like life situations you needed to talk to. Like oh yeah, um, me personally, I don't actually. Yeah, I'd say for sure, mm-hmm. like. Some teachers you stick with for years, like my academic decathlon teacher, um, for years. <laughs> yeah, she she was she was cool. Fucking everyone uh, hated her. I thought she was all right. She the thing the thing with her, she's like very competitive. That's yeah. The thing. yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of like that's just her personality, and that leaked into the class basically. And yeah. imagine having a teacher with academic decathlon drive, like fucking t- telling you to study in English or like running an honors English class like you're basically like getting a taste of what the fuck we have to go through you know right. when we were doing that um, we took that for granted definitely in we, high school because we didn't understand they were trying to teach us more of life than what the class allowed yeah you know um, one thing I, I wish I took was like a, a finance class or something I wish finance I, classes I wish I were garbage in high school though really? because the one person who ended up teaching them who ended up teaching economics and finance who actually went to our undergrad our college it was information that at the time yes would have been very much useful 10 15 years ago wow yeah not to say that he wasn't an eccentric individual and that he wasn't passionate about what he was teaching but i could see the dead eye stares in class i could see that people weren't taking him seriously i could see that i really don't think that he even took himself seriously and i don't know if he was just trying to play a character like some teachers do when they want to engage their students but it came off across as like kind of disingenuous at times and that's why i don't think people really paid attention right yeah it wasn't it wasn't all that, and it wasn't for his lack of trying, but it wasn't all that. So, yeah, life sucks, bro. Life but sucks. <laughs> it's better. the little moments, but you know what? I I think in life, we end up wanting more and more of those little moments, and when we need them, they're not there, and that's I think what causes a lot of us to give up. Are we fucking cynical? I know I am. <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to be that, like... Nobody wants to be cynical. I don't want to be pessimistic. Nobody wants to be cynical, but at the same time... And I say this on you know other podcasts that I co-host. You gotta read the room. You gotta understand the people that you associate with and the, and the disciplines that you study and the paths that you take. And nobody can predict the outcome of it and blah, 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 blah. I understand that. Nobody wakes up one morning expecting to poop their pants is like a statement that I've always heard. And yes, while it's necessary to prepare for the worst, you don't know where that path's going to lead you. Did you shit yourself? Did you, no, did no, you wake good. up and poop your pants? <laughs> Um, Sorry, I was just thinking about it. No, no, it's, but it's one of those things where it's like, 
it doesn't hurt to be pessimistic because you can see things for what they are. Now, overtly pessimistic and spending every day looking for the flaws in humanity, okay, that... You want to talk about mental degradation. If you're constantly getting in this negative cycle of, like, how you view the world, please don't do that. <laughs> like, that's, that's just going to make things a lot worse. I'm going to be such a boomer right now, Sub. But do you know what the problem is? These damn phones! Damn phones, These dude. damn phones! Put the phones away! <laughs> constantly just getting overstimulated. Just watching shit on Twitter, Reddit. And then... We just get like over fucking thing, yeah. Nihilism, nihilism, nihilism is sucks, just, dude. It fucks with you, it, bro. It really like, does. Sometimes you just sit down and you just think, like, I don't know. I it's weird. I think about it like often, actually, but I don't mm -hmm. consider myself a fucking nihilist because I have goals in life that I want to fucking reach. Um, but sometimes, dude, you just sit and think, like, is your are you ever like? It doesn't matter if you're fucking remembered. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we have Alexander the Great, you know, his name's mentioned. He had, he was conqueror, huge conqueror, fucking great Macedonian leader. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has cities named after him. But... And I think that that's the end goal at the end of the day, to be remembered is that what it is? something. Is yes. that what it is for, like... like yeah. Fuck it. Money aside, bro, like... Raising kids aside, mm -hmm. you know, reproducing, whatever the fuck. It's like, to leave a legacy. Objectively. Yes. It's to leave leave a legacy. Leave right? a legacy. Especially for us as guys. Yeah. Like, that's what we kind of, like, think about. In having children, what is that other than a humanistic representation of leaving a legacy? Exactly. Someone who has your last name to carry on that line. That's psychological. Number two, it's to pass on your genetics for whatever reason, dude. Well, like, life yeah. just wants to keep fucking living. And it's driven into us to reproduce and, like, human-wise, for us to leave a Prepare legacy. Prepare for the future if you want to look at it financially. Like, why the fuck do people set up, you know, IRAs, for instance? It's because they want to save for tomorrow. Exactly. For the time that they that they know they're not going to be spent living on this earth. And it's like... I, and that's the thing, too, because I look at something like YouTube. I look at something like podcasting i look at something like what we're doing here and it's like what really makes this worthwhile for me especially is the ability to understand what it means to leave essentially an audio archive and while i don't imagine people are going to be writing books about us or you know taking our clips out of context to commentate on them you know to further extrapolate what it is we're saying like i get that we're pretty much on par with socrates and plato basically muddling around at the Colosseum, being like what the fuck does life mean to us but except now we're doing it with thousands of dollars of thousands of dollars it's like a hundred dollars worth of equipment <laughs> but it's one of those things where back then textually that was the way that that shit could be recorded but now with the advent of the internet and sharing it i mean i'll be perfectly honest when i put content out on youtube i do not care who watches it that's not to say that i don't appreciate my audience i wholeheartedly do so but i made this content because it was fulfilling for me to make it similar to how when we come on here every sunday 
I love having these conversations with you because it brings me back to a time where we would have these conversations not recorded in school. And you know what? That's why I'm so fucking cocky about this mm. pod, like this live stream podcast or whatever. Really? I okay. think, I think if like, this is why I keep saying if more people knew about us, like we would have a bigger audience. It's just our conversations, like how we talk, how we interact, the shit we talk about, how we like, we could talk about anything, dude. Literally, and people would follow, and it would make sense. That's, like, the main thing we go for. Right. But other than that, if people are listening and they're just, you know, like you said, take our audio out of context or whatever, <laughs> we, make, we make a lot of sense. We take a lot of, like, viewpoints into what it's like, basically, yeah. in, in our present lives and what right. we're seeing right now. Right. In the right. future, let's say somebody opens up this archive and just listens. They can hear it in our voice, you know how passionate about something we are or how cynical or optimistic we are about a certain subject. It's, and it just continues like that. It, so it's, it's tough. It's a good, it's yeah. a good fucking yeah. avenue. At least we have this, this is kind of like yeah. therapeutic in its own way. You know, it's, um, it's cathartic. That's the word yeah, you're cathartic. looking for. Um, it's, it's cathartic to get on the camera really just get on the microphone in general because you know at the end of the day if even if this wasn't in video and even if this wasn't live streamed i would still want to utilize this audio in some productive way where uh it's tough to live life and understand that the things that we thought our parents were teaching us that had no grounds in reality when they told us this when when we were younger because we didn't understand it is now coming to light in the, oh shit, this is what they meant. And maybe I should have been paying better attention. Um, but at the time too, I don't really blame, you know, people like our family, our parents, especially for wanting to keep us blissfully ignorant because taking on all that force at such a young age and all that knowledge, that that does things to a kid as well. So th there's no right way there's no right way to parent. However, I do think that there is a right way to leave a legacy with the knowledge that you have when you come of age to understand that. Gwen saying she's not having no damn kids. I'm simply <laughs> hoping I help people with what I do throughout my life and mm -hmm. I'm remembered as someone who gave a lot. Gwen, just knowing you for yeah. this long, I'm sure that's going to happen. I'm sure... You know, you're going to be remembered for yeah. being a good person. That's all people want to be as well. Alongside leaving a legacy, they just want to be remembered as someone who... I think indicative of, like, other people's relationship with them. Like, I don't know, when I... I don't mean to get so deep and philosophical in this, holy shit. But, you know, when I'm off of this... When I'm off this earth... I think I would much rather have people remember me for the individual that I was in relation to them. You know, if it was good or bad, I hope that some people can find peace in that. Um, but, you know, alongside that, I, I want people to know that, like, I, I did my best in doing so. You know, that it wasn't it wasn't out of spite. It wasn't out of ill will of anyone. It wasn't out of some stupid competition or whatever because 
I don't know. In all my times of trying to like be the best or be the most interesting person in the room, it was. I look back on that and I cringe. I literally cringe now because I realize how much I've grown. Because it was all just for show. Who wants to be that type of person? You know, at the expense of others. Like I, I hate myself for being that way. So, I don't know. You always had a good heart, man. Don't. I never saw that, but I'm glad people like you could see that. So, well, imagine when you fucking die. There's like a stat screen that comes up, (laughs) and you just see like everything you've done. I didn't. I didn't feel like that'd be funny. I didn't spend my experience points wisely. Fuck, man. Fuck. I didn't put enough in HP. I don't know, dude. I I never thought about dying. Nobody wants to think about their own mortality, dude. I mean, you're not alone. I, I've been, like, know? scared a few times of, like, some fucking close-ass calls. Yeah. Ever told you the hiking story? Um, Where, I, like, I was, like, hiking no. with a few of my cousins. Uh-huh. And it was, like, on top of this fucking giant-ass, like, rock. Yeah. And I literally, like, slipped. I was falling backward. And then some fucking, some girl from Pepperdine, like, grabbed my hand. Some college chick. She was the one. No, I'm kidding. Nope. Never <laughs> saw her again. Never saw her again. No, I was like 15, so. Oh my God, happen. we touched. Oh, yes. <laughs> the touch it. of a woman and the Gwen. touch of death. Oh, yes. Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Two extremes. Two extremes, like, man. At once. I do it a bit too much. Scare the fuck out of myself, says Gwen. What, like? find she, like death like daredevil situations no, or... no, no like death like i think she's scared of like mm. yeah, yeah. It, nobody wants to think about their own mortality and again i think what scares people most of all is not the fact that death is imminent um <laughs> well i mean i look at something like death and i'm realizing how quick and painless it can be and I'm realizing that people aren't scared of that because you're not going to be around to feel that, obviously. You're scared of the fact that you didn't leave enough behind for people to remember you for. And that's why people, I think, stress the hell out about their jobs so much is because they want to do well enough to be remembered. Fuck that shit. I just don't want to die. I mean, no one wants to die <laughs> either. But Would you take a pill that will let you live like 200 more years? To live 20 more years? Two, um, 200 more years. 200 more years. Oh, God. I know people who are who are at, like, 40, and they say that they're done, which when I hear that, I'm like, hey, man, go see a therapist. Have you, but, have you heard that quote? Just just quickly. Um, mm-hmm. There's a quote I forgot by who, but they're like, some men die at age 25 and aren't buried until they're 70. That that shit resonated with me. Yeah. Dude. I was like, fuck, man. I got I to gotta do stuff. But anyway, would you take that pill? Yeah, I would. And I would do so because there's a lust for life that I can safely say that I have that I unfortunately didn't have. And that lust for life, quote unquote, that I thought that I once had was really a lust for work. Mm -hmm. And it was because I wanted to be the the most important person in the room or the most interesting person in the room. And I, I realized that that's just such a vapid, uninteresting way to live because... If the people that you're surrounding yourself with, if you look at them as less than, what what a way to live, honestly. Like, what a sour 
perspective on just, you know, people who have potentially been there bringing you up and wanting to nurture you and you just tossing them aside. Like I, uh, like I'm, ex- I, I'm extremely apologetic for, you know, those people along the way that it just, you know, didn't work out with because I was the way that I was. And, you know, who cares? You can't be like thing with everybody. No, but at the same time too, it's a testament to how far you've, you know, how far both of us have grown. I'm sure you've said or done things that you've regret that you look back on and like, Oh wow. Yeah. But I look at them again and again, even after the fact, not because I want to revel in the bad decisions that I made or the bad things that I've said, but to give me a compass to be like, this is how this result or this action played. You know, I don't want to be like you, that. You want to know something interesting? Repeating my mistakes. What? Um, exactly how you said, and this ties in with what Gwen said. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna read what Gwen said. She said, "I'm not religious, really, but I'm more scared about the fact or about the after, and I hate the idea of just nothing happening after. Like when you're dead, that's just it, and there's nothing more. There's a movie that covers this, and um, it, I think it was a French film where there's a famous scientist and he scientifically proves that there is an afterlife. Hmm. Like he, okay. he was experimenting and after years of experimenting, like some spark in a dead person's brain was able to give him an image on the screen of an afterlife. And wow. And that's it. So after he discovered that and the news came out, like I think it was in the movie, like 30 or 20% of the world instantly just went and committed suicide because they hated life so much. And mm. once they found out there was an afterlife, they were just like, why don't we go there? Yeah. So the yeah. movie is premise. It's a pretty good movie. I, I don't know the name, but just, I don't know. Do some Google searching. Um, essentially what happens is they are trying to find a way to like disprove there's an afterlife or I don't, I don't know what the fucking thing is, but they're trying to fix the mistake essentially because mm-hmm. people are just like killing themselves left and right. And what it came down to was the main character of the, of the movie discovered that the afterlife is actually just you going back into a moment in your life that you regret and you trying to fix it and then continuing on your life from there. Mm-hmm. So it's like a checkpoint. Damn, essentially. That's, a, that's a really somber outlook, but it's, again, very cathartic because I think a lot of people would rather live life knowing that they, that if there's a possibility to have a second chance to fix that, yeah, you know, and there's obviously there's some things that you just can't, you can't fix. So God, this episode is fucked, dude. It's a revival. This is, you know, like it, it's, it's going, going back, back to our roots. I mean, shit. This like, is rough. You, you didn't think every episode was gonna be oh funny? <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Um, you know, when when we met, God, when we met in first grade, obviously we didn't have a developed prefrontal cortex to have these conversations. But as we grew and came into ourselves and understood that the people along the way, a large majority of them. Bastards, like like <laughs> one trick pony type individuals that we knew that we never see again. By senior year, we were Except we have a name for those NPCs, NPCs, literal NPCs. But it was one of those things. I keep saying that it was one of those things. It was actually many of those things where, like, 
I remember good times in high school. I remember good people that we know that you know maybe we don't maybe we don't you know unfortunately talk to anymore. But it's the good times spurred from people with an actual moral compass. Okay, like we're not gonna remember the the people who got into fights in the cafeteria who or who, um, you know called anonymous bomb threats to our school you remember that yeah. <laughs> it happened from time to time okay or the ones that stupid like or, or, or even in university yeah like, the school shooter threats morons like we're not gonna because remember those finals people. were coming up like bro we're not gonna remember those people because i don't think that those people really deserve to be remembered and also I don't know. I've had that happen a couple of times where like somebody from high school, literally twice in the past like five years where mm-hmm. somebody's come up like, dude, you remember me from high school? I'm like, no, no, I don't. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and, you know, again, it it really kind of hits that person in the face. At least I think people who, um, you know, think about it deeply like we do. Oh, so deep. Um, Whoa. Where if you aren't recognized by someone from high school or if, if if it turns out that an interaction that you've had with someone isn't getting the effect that you desired, you see it right then and there that obviously you, or on the flip side, them, they uh, didn't have that big of an impact. Yeah. You know? And, and it hurts because people want to be included on everything. But when they realize that they're not part of the club, even though back then in high school they may have they may have been, people grow up and unfortunately they grow apart. So, dude, I'll, I'll say this, um, and this is such a good lesson I learned that actually mm-hmm. it's impacted a lot of my relationships now. Yeah, people don't remember your words; they remember how you make them feel. Yeah, that's like the brute, dude. It, That's like one of the best things I've ever been taught. It hurts too because I know that, you know, when actions speak louder than words, when all I want to do is talk, yeah. there's been a lot of instances where me talking was probably misconstrued as me talking my way out of it. And that hurts. Either your way out of it or, yeah. or like, even though it was with prom- the best over promising. Yeah. Hmm? And dude, one of the best things I've learned in these five years is just to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shutting the fuck up. Shutting up. Learning to follow, you. not learning to lead. It will save you instances. so much fucking pain. It will save you so much fucking lost time. Mm-hmm. It will save you so much fucking, like, everything, dude. Literally just shutting up, knowing when to stay quiet, and knowing when to listen is some of the best skills you can take on. Like, especially as a man. Like, yeah, not talking too much, letting other people talk kind of analyzing things and and if you know there's somebody that you want to leave a good impact with and you like them and you agree with them make them feel good pretty much say something you know that they'll like and you know build a friendship or anything mm-hmm. like that and don't overpromise. don't just don't don't fucking boast don't have like a huge ego have an ego absolutely have an ego but don't fucking under deliver if you're gonna have an ego and just respect those around you respect your loved ones don't yeah. fucking go around like you know peddling to like all these people not everybody deserves your fucking love not everybody deserves your respect it's, that's just a fact of life 
and mm. you don't deserve everybody's respect either. Um, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Shutting the fuck up, letting things play out, and giving respect where it's needed, the people around you. And at that point, you'll have nothing to really worry about. I love that. Yeah. Well, Seb, with that being said, it's been an hour and seven minutes. I say uh, it's a pretty good wrap-up point. We can put a bow on it. Anything you'd like to add? No, because listening listening to that, it, it there's not more I can add because that really just solidifies it. I mean, you don't you don't learn anything by by talking. I mean, you do, obviously by like conversing, arguing, you know, having discussions, meaningful discussions, but feet reveal? Is that what Gwen's uh, suggesting in chat? I'm she's suggesting su- we uh She's suggesting a feet reveal. I'm I'm suggesting we end the episode. I but... think so. <laughs> all right everyone uh it's been a pleasure as always take care go to bed at a decent hour gwen go to bed dude no 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 no